0: Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover. Your home for ice fishing news, tips, stories, and strategies. And now, your host, Chris Larson. Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast. One of the best parts of hosting an ice fishing podcast is getting a chance to talk to some of the best anglers on the ice belt. I often ask them what the difference between an average ice angler and an elite angler is. Time and time again, the answer is the little things. Attention to detail separates the guys who catch fish when everything aligns and those who consistently pull fish through the ice no matter what the conditions.
1: Uh, consistently good fishermen, it seems to be, and I'm not necessarily throwing myself into that category for the record, but uh, I think something that's, that comes up time and time again is the attention to detail whether it's the, you know, using a a certain knot, a clinch knot, and making sure the bait hangs at a certain angle. When I thread plastics on, I use a ton of plastics, a nice flies, and just making sure those plastics are threaded on, you know, exactly horizontal, if that be the the case I want to want to achieve. I think it makes a difference when they're neutral, when they're really pounding, yeah, you can drop anything down there, and they're going to eat it, but makes a difference for when the uh, conditions are at first.
0: That's Scott Wilhelm, fishing manager at the Eau Claire, Wisconsin Shields. Making sure your jig is hanging correctly can make the difference between getting a bite or having a fish swim away without giving you an opportunity to catch it. I've seen some anglers test their presentation in a bathtub or five gallon bucket of water. They're looking to see how that jig or lure looks when it's sitting still and how it reacts to different kinds of rod movement. Stepping outside your comfort zone is also a great way to learn. If you keep doing things the same way, it's difficult to learn new techniques and tactics. Wilhelm believes getting out of your normal routine is a great way to put more fish in the bucket, especially when the bite gets tough. Not
1: be afraid to try some new stuff. You know, I think people, especially ice fishing, it seems like they kind of get stuck in a rut of using the same purple jig that they used in the mid 80s and they haven't lost it yet, so they haven't cut it off. I mean, just new techniques,
0: new spots, not afraid to move. Speaking of taking the road less traveled, how many times have you showed up to a new body of water and immediately headed to the nearest Shantytown? We're social creatures, and seeing all those anglers in one spot, hey, that's got to mean the fishing is good there, right? Well, maybe not so. Paul Gazzoni of Minnesota Made Outdoors doesn't buy into that strategy. Get away from pressure. I think
2: naturally... Uh, ice fishing has grown into uh, a sport where, you, you honestly, it seems like you want to be around other people, right? It's almost a social um, social gathering at, at in some lakes. You can go out to, oh, one of my favorites and probably everybody else's in the in North Metro is Rush. You can get out there early ice, and there's hundreds of people out there, and it's uh, it's a good time. But what I would say is get away from the crowds. Get away from pressure. Find your own fish because it can be really rewarding when you do.
0: Gazzoni often fishes heavily pressured water in the St. Paul, Minneapolis metro area. The fish he's targeting see a variety of presentations throughout the winter. He prefers plastics over live bait for a number of reasons.
2: Most of the lakes that we fish in the metro, uh, I'm a a believer that a lot of fish have seen that same presentation. They've seen the the school of minnows swim by I honestly think I can catch more fish on a, on a piece of plastic um, and not have to worry that I, I just lose my live bait um, if I get bit and miss a fish. Again, I just think it's a confidence game.
0: Confidence is key to just about anything you're doing. If you believe the fish aren't going to bite no matter what you do, you're probably right. Gazzoni told me one of the most rewarding aspects of ice fishing for him is sharing knowledge and even some gear to help other people catch fish.
2: Plastics, what I love about them is I can share them. You know, I can get a bag of plastics for a few bucks and fish with them for a month um, and go over to a guy and say, here, try this. And um, once he catches one, two crappies or what have you on a piece of plastic, again, then that confidence starts to come back. um, It's just more
0: fun. Todd Heitkamp of Dakota Angler in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, is one of the go-to guys for information on fishing in his area. But his day job is working as a meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Sioux Falls. Heitkamp believes monitoring the weather can help maximize your time on the water.
3: All the latest electronics that we have, depth finders, uh, you name it. Uh, we, we can uh, find where the fish are located. We can uh, you know use the latest baits and uh, lures to try to attract them, but whether or not they get to to bite. So uh, you know, we we can't control everything, and one of the things that we can't control is the weather. And so we need to learn how uh, to interpret the weather, how we can use the weather to our, our advantage, uh, and then also uh, realize that uh, we're going to have to change our tactics based upon the weather.
0: Most of us have jobs, families, and other responsibilities. Being able to drop everything and only fish when the time is right is going to be difficult for most. But a little information can go a long way. got to go when you can, uh, when you
3: can go. Uh, you don't want to let the weather dictate it, but uh, things that you can look for, are something as easy as the wind direction. If the wind is out of the south, that means the pressure is going to be falling, and there's not, that means uh, the fish will be on the prowl looking for food, and uh, they'll actually come to you uh, where you don't have to go out looking for them. But when the wind's out of the north, uh, and you've got those clear, sunny days, and the wind isn't hardly blowing, those are those high-pressure days. Uh, that's when the, uh, the fishing is going to be a little bit tougher because the pressure is the highest and so you need to be a little bit more active and go kamikaze fishing, so to speak, as far as drilling holes. Uh, so again, just by paying attention to the wind direction, we'll tell you what's actually going to happen as far as uh, your method of uh, fishing uh, and trying to find those active fish.
0: Troy Peterson is known as Mr. Bluegill. He guides anglers throughout northeastern Wisconsin on the ice and open water. He believes the type of reel you use can make a tremendous difference in how many fish you catch.
4: A guy that uh, you know does straight line and uh, wants to be able to you know feel the bite and um, get rid of the coils in your line. Um, pretty much everything I use is uh, going to be a straight line reel, just because of the the cold factor on line. It definitely tends to retain a memory um and that's one thing you want to try and avoid so you know i'm just going to throw a name out there i use uh pretty much all the 13 fishing black bettys The um, you know the 6061s are uh you know a great reel and then the new free falls with uh with ice fishing uh you know we have to worry a lot more about freeze ups and and stuff like that that you really don't have to worry about in the in the summertime um so stuff with you know Very few moving parts, and uh, just you know, simplicity is sometimes better.
0: Troy says most anglers don't pay attention to their drag when ice fishing, but having good drag on your reel and knowing how to use it can make a difference when hooking into bigger fish.
4: We're using such light line, you know, a lot of times one, two, three pound test, and uh, if you got a, uh, a reel that has a good drag on it, that uh, still works well in the wintertime. Um, you can fight those big fish when you hook into a big walleye or something like that while you're perch fishing or crappie fishing.
0: Thanks to all of our guests this week, Scott Wilhelm, Paul Gazzoni, Todd Heitkamp, and Troy Peterson. We'll be covering a lot more of these topics in depth as the weeks go on. It's hard to believe we're already six episodes into the Fish House Nation podcast. If you have a question, comment, or idea for a future show, don't hesitate to email me at chris at fishhousenation.com thanks for listening and i'll talk to you next time thanks for listening to the fish house nation podcast presented by catch cover for more ice fishing content visit our blog at catchcover.com